0: good morning everybody sorry for the late start today but it's for good things we have another video coming for you a little bit later but for now we are going to do our sunday morning sicko draft and today we're drafting a best ball mania four team so let's get it Again, good morning, everybody. Yes, we had to push just a little bit. We did it because we were recording the fifth and sixth round picks of the big $500 draft that myself, Trev, Silas, and Eric are doing for the channel. And a lot of you seem to really be enjoying that. So you will be getting that video later today. But for now, we're going to be jumping into a best ball mania draft. So I think since we're already, you know, one hour and a half late, Why don't we just get right into drafting? So let me share my screen here so that we can get this going. Let's jump into the best ball mania draft. And here we go. So it looks like we got a few people to wait for. I've been starting to fill out some of my drafts. I just did my 20th BBM draft last night. I think I've done 30 in the... DK $10 one. And I fired a bunch of the single entry stuff that I wanted to get done in DK. Still got a few more of those to do on deck, but yeah, I've been starting to catch up on some of the stuff that I wanted to catch up on in terms of drafting. What are you guys up to in drafts? Are you guys pounding drafts right now? You holding off a little bit longer. Are you just sicko degenerates? I assume if you're in this stream watching, You are a sicko that is just drafting teams upon teams. Maybe not best ball mania, maybe not the 10 K, but some of those $3 DK ones are real nice. Some the puppies are out there for underdog drafters has some good stuff. We'll start firing some drafter stuff very soon, but yeah, I'm trying to make sure I get in what I want to get in. So I'm not doing a mad rush towards the end. Some multi-tabling here and there was multi tabling between DK and underdog last night. Wasn't too bad, relatively easy to do. We're waiting on four. If anyone wants to jump in this and draft with yours truly, I meant to update my overlay settings, but that's okay. Well, we'll roll with what we got today. Don't want to go nuts trying to fix that before this starts. Need four for the BBM um yeah the the single entry stuff i really really enjoy payouts usually seem to be pretty good on those i I like the flat payout structures the three max stuff is really good over on dk2 it's actually my favorite tournament so far is the nine dollar three max on dk i already filled that for myself but yeah that's that's the one that just the payout structure is really, really good on that. Will we get a bad draft spot yet again? Most likely. It, it just, it never fails right now that we just cannot get an early draft position on stream. Just cannot do it. See Casey in this draft. What else we got in here? Stark and I see quite a bit of out there. <clears throat> So we draft them from the 110 yet again. It's uh it's very annoying to be honest. We just keep getting these late draft spots. I'd love to do something in an early spot for the stream. I don't know. We'll see how quick this one goes. If it's if it's quick enough, maybe I'll fire something else and try to get an early spot. Oh there speaking of Star Kindler, they're in the chat. What's going on? Yeah, we've we've just been getting these 10, 11, 12 spots in most of these spike week drafts for the most part. And it is what it is at this point. We deal with what we deal with. Um, let me make sure. Just uh, sign in here so that we can get our overlay working. So I'm gonna have everything set for best ball mania four. And we can see, again, I've done 20 drafts so far in BBM. So now you can see all my exposures and before we pull the draft board up, we'll just make our first pick as it's coming up on the clock. In a second here, anything interesting happen yet? Eckler seems like he's starting to go up the board a little bit. He goes at the 107, followed by Bijan. It's going to give us either Stefan Diggs or AJ Brown. Um, do we want to do Steph or do we want to do Brown? We already have twenty five percent AJ Brown. Let's grab let's grab AJ Brown. Over digs here. Wow, that's a crazy situation there. Lobby got Tyreek at nine today. And Joe Burrow in the eighth round, it seems like. Okay, let's try something. Let's see if we can get this. I don't know if I want to try this. I was going to try something. Um, what do I want to do here? You know what? I'll build one of these on stream. We're going to take Mahomes at the 203. We're going to do the AJ Brown. Patrick Mahomes start and see what we can build out from there. It's pulling Mahomes up the board a little bit, but I like getting the A.J. Brown-Mahomes pairing. I know that the quarterbacks are dropping, but it's they're not going to drop enough at this point for me to get one of them at the end of the third, so we'll push Mahomes up. That's what we're going to do. I was going to do the A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith thing to try to get Hurts to fall to the third. I just don't think we're in the right spot to do that particular play. I think you need to be doing that from like the six or seven spot if you wanted to try to get that to happen at this point. Andrew's saying he never takes the Kelsey at 104. Oh, because you wanted to get the the comeback on (laughs) Mahomes. Sorry, bro. Sorry for ruining that stack for you. But you get Jalen Waddle. There's your consolation prize. Jonathan Taylor has been quite interesting lately. Not a guy I've been targeting at the top of the second round, but I've gotten him very late second and early third on a couple of drafts in the last few weeks. So I've been taking him around there. But watching him fall down the boards been been quite interesting. We say one the elm take Mark Andrews in the second. I wonder if he's going to set up the Lamar. Maybe we'll trying to get Lamar in the fourth. Oh, I totally agree, Casey. I don't think you need to have Mahomes, Kelsey. In fact, it's like such a such a highly owned stack in these tournaments that I think it's fine. Yeah, getting locked out of QB on DK is a lot more prevalent than on Underdog, for sure. We've been floating the idea on DraftKings that the elites might be more valuable there. And I've heard um, contrasting takes on that, but I still think that the elite QBs are more viable on DK currently. Uh, Brian is asking, if you start Diggs Allen, do you auto on Stevenson? I'm sure that's a highly owned start, but it's how you vary from there, right? Yeah, I think it's fine to do it because you're, I mean, how many times are you really going to get to do that is my thought process. So like others are going to be doing it for sure. It's probably heavily owned. I can look that up on the Spike Week tools at some point, but how many times are you yourself going to do it? It's a lot different than saying, like, I'm going to do Kelsey Mahomes 20 times. Being able to do Diggs, Allen, Ramondre, I don't think you're going to have the opportunity quite as often as you are for, like, a single stack, even Brown, hurts, or, you know, take your pick. So I'm fine setting up that game stack. I'd probably do it two or three times throughout my 150 or however many bullets I'm going to fire in BBM, which is looking like less. Maybe maybe one of the QBs would have fallen to us. We do see that Josh Allen isn't even off the board at the end of the third round here, so people are pushing down QBs in this particular draft. It's been interesting in drafts because it's happened a number of different ways, right? Um, let's see. Hit him where the gritty is on board. They already have two wideouts. They actually grab Josh Allen. I mean, Brees Hall would normally be a good pick here, but I want to build some stuff out. I want to do some different things here. I'm going to grab Hopkins, and we're going to count him as a KC stack potentially, even though I don't think that's where he's going to end up signing. But Brees Hall would have been my normal pick in that spot as we see him go to KC right afterwards. Don't like him at the top of the third round, but where he's been falling to the bottom of the third, totally don't mind taking him there. We see Najee and Gibbs go at the turn, which is interesting for us. And we are back on the board here after Debo Samuel goes, and we get to this range of wide receivers. That is just like this tier of... Just the normal, normal stuff. So I'm going to grab Judy because I do like Judy, but I haven't even grabbed him in Best Ball Mania yet. I guess I've been grabbing him in everything else. So let's grab Judy to go with this team to start. Mahomes, A.J. Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Jerry Judy. Don't hate the start at all. I'm not going to get into weather predictions. I understand the concern, Starkindler, but I mean, that is, that is just, there's so many other variables to be factoring in that trying to, I mean, I I can start reading the farmer's almanac on stream if that's what you guys want to do. It's just, that is a tough, tough scene and bad weather. How snow snow's fine for quarterbacks rain doesn't matter what we have to be concerned about is wind and we've seen it happen once with the Patriots and Buffalo but that was like a historically bad wind game right where the Patriots threw the ball three times what are the odds that happens on that day pretty limited Um. so I'm just I'm not going to worry about weather if we lose because of weather we lose because of weather would we prefer them playing in a dome? Obviously, but it is it is June 11th, trying to predict the weather for Kansas City or Buffalo or whatever is stuff. Benjamin's saying, I've been very high on Dobbins this year, my highest exposure. Can I hear an argument against Dobbins so that I slow down? Um, let's see. What would be my argument against Dobbins? I don't really have one against him because I like Dobbins. The argument would be just to make sure you're mixing in, like if Kenneth Walker's there, I'd want to mix some Kenneth Walker in there. I like Damian Pierce a little past him. I also like the tight ends here. So if you want to make sure you're getting some elite tight end, sometimes grab Kittle, grab Pitts just uh, mix them in here and there. Rob is asking how high does Madison go? Dude, he is all over the place in drafts right now. He is. He's just ending up all different locations throughout the draft board. I've seen people post him first round, which I think was just somebody being silly, but I have been in drafts where he's gone in the third and I don't, Overreaction, yes, but it's something we knew all along. I don't don't understand. I mean, I do understand, and that's why I was taking advantage of it. If we look, my Madison exposure is 25% out of those 25 teams. Like, that's fine. Like, he's going to be a consideration for me in these two picks. Like, I think fifth, sixth round Madison is absolutely fine. Tony goes in the fifth which is fine. I I don't need to chase Tony up the board there. So we're looking at like Hollywood, Tyler Lockett, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman. Let's grab. I kind of want to grab. I kind of want to grab Godwin, but let's grab Hollywood Brown just for the correlation purposes. I think this is kind of a flat tier of wide receiver. We want to keep hitting wide receiver here. Casey just grabbing anyone that I say I want as his next pick. I love it. Um, And then we need to make a decision at the sixth turn here where I think we can veer off the wide receiver path or we can stay on it if we wanted to, for sure, if we wanted to make another wide receiver pick. But I think we're going to be looking either at tight end, which would be Kyle Pitts at this point, or do we want to grab a running back? I think six-round Madison is fine. And I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do six-round Alexander Madison because if he gets chased up into the third, fourth round somehow, that's when we're going to lay off the gas. But if I can still get him in the sixth round, I'm going to be fine with it. So we'll take him right now. But yeah, I, I think he'll I think he'll start going much, much higher. I think you'll see him end up probably fourth round. Maybe. That fourth round is already where things start to get a little bit gross. So as the ADP adjusts, you'll see him move up the board a little bit. So we can take advantage of it still. Now when he falls to this six-round range and I was taking advantage of it earlier. Hopefully you guys were too. And that way you can still have your Madison exposure. That's part of the sicko strategy, right? We're drafting so early that we can take advantage of these. We knew Dalvin cook over a month ago was getting released. You had to take advantage of it. Now you had to start smashing him in all your drafts, get your Madison exposure earlier. Got to be cognizant every year of these June 1st situations. Um, these cut dates on some of these players that are most likely going to get cut. So sometimes we're right. Some people thought Mixon was going to get cut. Some of us didn't think Mixon was going to get cut. As it's become more clear, Mixon has skyrocketed up the boards. He's going in the fourth round now. Mixon is a guy that I don't even see half the time. Um, did he go fourth round in this one? He went beginning of the fifth round, but same point. He just, he's going up way higher than when we started drafting these tournaments. So, and I do think that Cincinnati might be a place that still brings in one of these veteran backs. My question for everybody is last year it was wide receiver where we had the Will Fuller OBJ situation Is that going to happen with one of these running backs that's out? And talking about like Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook, is somebody going to absolutely like not get picked by a team? (laughs) Are we going to be holding the bag on one of these running backs and be like, shit, I said I wasn't going to fall for this again after last year, but here we are falling for it yet again because – There can't be that much room for some of these veteran backs. You know, maybe the Chargers, maybe the Bengals. But who else is really looking until the injuries happen? So I'm starting to get a little gun shy on those guys. I mean, I'm not drafting Dalvin Cook because I just don't, I don't understand what that situation is going to be at all. Like I haven't been drafting him. It's, it's scary. All right, we see Brandon Cooks go um, let's keep making this AFC West bet and actually let's pivot eh, nah we'll we'll grab we'll grab Quentin Johnson eh. I want Bateman I like Bateman over Johnson I just I think he's a much better pick. I think Bateman's going to be the number one in Baltimore this year. Lamar's talking like he's going to be the number one in Baltimore this year. Casey keeping up with tradition with grabbing the guy I like second best after me. He'll probably grab whatever guy I want next before me. That's the problem with drafting with smart people. All right, let's see where Casey goes here. Grab Rashad White, who I was considering grabbing in that spot. Do we want to make a bet? So I think there's two points to go here. I think we can make a bet on DeAndre Swift. Or I think we can make a bet on Cortland Sutton and get the double. I think I want to grab Sutton. I think that's going to be my play is to grab Cortland Sutton here. We'll set up the two Denver wide receivers. We've got a one 6 build currently. Star Kindler is saying that it's a snipe fest on that side of the board, which I agree. Um, apparently, everybody wants the Farmer's Almanac reading. Maybe we can do a special Farmer's Almanac show at some point. What other situations do we think are like Madison and Cook, Kamara and Kendra? I think I don't think that's similar. That situation is similar just because of the uncertainty with what's going on with Kamara. I understand like that point where Kendra might move up because of the suspension, but Madison, I mean, Kamara is most likely coming back. I think the scenario there could be could be traded. So yeah, I think I think it's comparable to a degree but I think that with Williams there that throws a monkey wrench in it where even if Kamara were released we're not looking at Miller being like a Bell Cow back there. What's going on? Davis. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting situation. I just I do think that with Jamal Williams being there that that makes it a little bit different and kendra miller is not going to move up the board incredibly high i think his his adp is already baked in slightly with the Kamara suspension unless it's a crazy suspension if we see a full year that would be different but i don't think he's going to get the full year personally Oh, man, this is a very green board we're looking at with players that are available. Let's see. Are there any interesting teams that we want to discuss? So we see the 12-spot go Amonra, Garrett Wilson, Najee Gibbs, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Deshaun Watson, Elijah Moore stack here, which I find as an interesting start, if they keep hitting wide receivers, because what they decide to do is pretty much like a an RB heavy through the first six picks, but also they grab two stud wide receivers to build out through that. So this is kind of an interesting start, I think grabbing Elijah Moore as your third. I mean, I know it's a stack with Watson, is a bit tough and you got to see how he builds out those wide receivers from there. Um, So we'll see. And we are going to be coming up on the clock in a second here. We do see some of these running backs go. We see Charbonnet and Connor go, followed by Lazard. Ninth-round Lazard, Brian Robinson. So I am actually pretty happy with how we started this draft based on the way this room's playing out, getting the six wide receivers. And let's see what we want to do here. Okay, so as we scroll through, I think... We can make a couple different plays here. I think we could do an Njoko situation if we wanted to. Cue him up. These aren't running backs that I absolutely love in this range, but we're going to have to start firing them soon. Let's get a tight end that we think has close to a lead upside. Not quite a lead upside, but close to it. I think is a guy that we could still build two tight ends if we wanted to. So we'll consider that. And I think we are probably going to grab an RB with our next pick. And we had to grab Njoku there if that's what we wanted, since that 12 spot had the Deshaun Watson stack that he was setting up. So if we wanted them, we had to grab them then. And I like Njoku quite a bit more than I like Friar So that's what we'll do there. We see Samaji. We actually see that 12 spot go two more running backs. So now that build is very, very tough. Casey drafts Jacoby Myers, a guy that I just, I, I'm not allowed to draft. Can't do it. I think Damian Harris makes a ton of sense for this team. So we're going to grab him. So let's draft Damian Harris to pair with Alexander Madison as our two running backs. Let's go over the team. So right now we have Mahomes, Madison, Damian Harris, AJ Brown, Deandre Hopkins, Jerry Judy, Hollywood Brown, Rashad Bateman, Cortland Sutton, David and Joku. Don't hate the start to this team. So, yeah, that team we were just looking at. They start the two wide receivers. They go four RBs. Then they do the Deshaun Watson, Elijah Moore stack. I understand that the wide receivers were actually starting to dry up heavily. But now they want Samaje, P Pirine, Alvin Kamara to go for a six RB build, which just, I don't know, man, feels tough. Feels like a tough, tough team. Let's see what this Tyreek team did from the third spot. So they get the 103. They draft Tyreek Hill over Kelsey, Cooper Cobb, Christian McCaffrey. They come back with Saquon Ramondre. Then they go DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, Jordan Addison. Detour back to RB for Montgomery. They grab Evan Ingram for a Jacksonville stack without Trevor Lawrence, which is fine. They get Daniel Jones as their quarterback to go with Saquon Barkley. I actually do like this team, like the way they're setting it up. Seems pretty good. Don't mind that RB detour where he took it, since the wide receivers were really starting to um, dry up in that spot. So not a terrible start for that team from the three-hole. Nico Collins got bumped up to the 11th round here. We see that's where we're getting to with the wide receiver situation. So that's pretty interesting. Um, just want to stay on this team since they're on the clock. See what they do here. They got four seconds left, and they select Michael Gallup. So they go back to wide out. Yeah, I I like the way they're building that team. Seems rather good. Let's see what this Jamar Chase team's doing. So they go Jamar Chase, Mark Andrews, Tony Pollard, Justin Herbert, Joe Mixon, Traylon Burks, Cam Akers, Michael Thomas, Javante Williams, Jamal Williams, Nico Collins. Seems weird. So... They obviously miss out on Burrow to stack with Chase in the fourth as the T. Higgins drafter grabs him. They still grab Joe Mixon, which is fine. The Herbert pick's weird. It's not like they were trying to set up for Mike Williams because they could have had him. So why would you go Mixon over Mike Williams if you're grabbing Herbert? That I don't understand. I understand like you can still push Quentin Johnson, but... I don't know. I think, like, if I'm grabbing Herbert there, it's to set up the Herbert-Mike-Williams stack, personally. All right. We still have that one, two, six, one build. We're going to be coming up on the clock in a second here. See Khalil Herbert go. See Dalton Kincaid go before us, and I think the obvious pick here for us is to grab She Rice get our seventh wide receiver, and I think we're probably done at wide out would be my guess. Um, Aaron Rodgers goes right after us. Um, Chig goes next. Romeo dubs. Casey's back on the clock. And I think the easy pick here is we just finish our quarterbacks. We grab Russell Wilson. We have the double stack. Um, Let's take a look. So right now, our one playoff build is a mini correlation with A.J. Brown and Hollywood, which is fine. We can try to grab some chargers later. We can maybe grab a Cincinnati Bengal if we want to. Remember, we're kind of counting for DeAndre Hopkins as a bring back 12 maybe should have grabbed rogers there um talking about that last set of picks yeah i mean it's just real interesting let's go over our team we have mahomes russell wilson so we're done at quarterback we have alexander madison damian harris we have aj brown deandre hopkins jerry judy hollywood brown rashad bateman Cortland sutton Rasheed rice and david njoku at tight end i think uh you're going to see us doing a lot of green things coming up. All right, let's see what this one team is doing. So the one-on-one goes Justin Jefferson, Derek Henry, DK Metcalf at the next turn picks, Hawkinson, Ayuk, Dalvin Cook, Jahan Dotson, Juju. They get the Kirk Cousins stack, Antonio Gibson, Elijah Mitchell. Seems fine, right? Seems like a fine team. I'd I'd want to say that like we want to get another wide receiver, and if we were going to do it anywhere, it'd probably be this Cook pick. Maybe we, maybe we grab Jah- Jahan Dotson. Maybe you just go with the full Minnesota super stack and grab Addison, and just like make that full bet on Minnesota. Is a is a situation you could have done here. Perhaps we grab Gabe Davis. I think maybe I want another wide receiver, but I'm just really out on Dalvin Cook. So that could just be a me thing. Who else do we need to look at here? Let's look at this team that went with two early QBs. So they go C.D. Lamb, and this is from the nine hole. They go C.D. Lamb, Devonta Smith, um, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. So they double tap. QB in the three and fourth round. They reach on Kadarius, Tony, they grab George Pickens, Brandon cooks, Zay flowers, Odell Beckham. So they do get the Lamar double. We do see them stack up Kincaid. They grab Alec Pierce as well. And they have not grabbed one running back yet, which is an interesting there. So through 12 rounds, not a running back in sight. So it's good. I'm actually interested to see how this team ends the draft. It's, it's a, quite a unique build. So we'll have to um, circle back towards the end and see what they do. We're going to be back on the clock here in a second. I think. All right, so we do see that team is on the clock now. Oh, did I miss the deck pick on that? And They grab another wide out. All right, I think we are going to grab Devin Singletary here. I do like Rashawn Johnson, but I think just for this team where we're going to be looking for production, I think Devin Singletary has an easier path to get us some production on this team. And maybe he comes back to us. Who knows? If he doesn't, he doesn't. It's fine. Everything is fine. Do you think I want to do something else here? I think I want to get a little interesting spot and build my team a little differently. So I could grab Rashawn Johnson, who I do like. That is a possibility. But let's grab our second tight end now and actually just be done at tight end. So let's grab... Let's grab uh, Gerald Everett, right? We'll take Everett. And I know they're the same bye week but whatever. I'm okay with it. We can still grab one more tight end if we really want to. I don't think we're locked out of having a three tight end build. And if we do that, we have six RBs with Madison Harris, Singletary. I think we can do that. I think we can do a six RB build with those three. So, yes, they did grab Dak. They grabbed Trey Lance. So that team feels like it's pretty much dead, right? They grabbed four QBs with two of them being Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. They have all wide receivers. They have one tight end. They have no running backs with four rounds left. Over Doljic. Yeah, I'm fine with making my double stack bet. And just having the Chargers bring back over Dulcich, I'm fine with that. I don't like one over the other, and I don't need to super stack Russ. We could. We could have done it. It would have been fine. But we'll just take the Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Russ stack. We'll bring it back with Gerald Everett. I'm fine with that. Let's see. Is there another team? Let's look at Casey's team. So he starts with Diggs, Devontae Adams. He gets Brees Hall. He gets Debo Samuel, Chris Godwin, George Kittle, Quinton Johnson. Goes Rashad White, A.J. Dillon, Jacoby Myers, Aaron Rodgers to go with the Brees Hall stack here. Um, Kendra Miller, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Jordan Love. To go with A.J. Dillon. I do like it. I do like it. Jordan loves the guy that I like, especially in this little range of QBs here. It's a very good build. Gets Kittle for his elite tight end on this build. Still gets the hero RB build with four solid uh, wide receivers to start. Then goes Quentin Johnson. Still gets Rashad White, A.J. Dillon, Kendra Miller. Very, very solid team. And now you only have to beat 10 other people. It's not that I don't like Dolchich. It's that I just prefer on this particular team when I have them so close to each other relative I just would rather have Everett for the bring back on Week 17 and to get some exposure to that Chargers offense in general. All right, I would like to go RB here. Um, I think Mostert has a chance of being the odd man out. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to scroll down the board a little bit. I'm going to just take Chase Brown as my fourth RB. Get some volatility at the position right there because there's some guys down the board that I like if we don't get who we want. Mm. We do see Casey grab Jerome Ford, who was who we were considering there. I'm okay with it. Yeah, let's see where Casey goes here. He grabs Taysom Hill. That is a fun pick. I'm going to grab another piece of this Baltimore offense. And I'm going to grab Gus Edwards as another RB. I think he makes sense for this team. I do like Chuba there a lot. As well, But for this team, where we're only going to be going, probably six running backs, I like taking Gus as another guy that's got a clear path to production. It's just him and J.K. Dobbins on that team. Gus Edwards, probably the most unsexy pick on the board, but he does anchor some of your zero RB builds relatively well, in my opinion. I do think this will be the only draft today. I do have to work on an entire Jack the Ripper project for most of the day. So that's where we're at with that. And I also have to get you guys rounds five and six for the bulldog. So I'll work on that. I'll try to get that up in a couple hours so you can see what we did in that draft, which is the $500 high stakes draft on underdog. So we fired in that a couple of us over here at spike week. People seem to be enjoying that series as well as me, Eric, Trev and Silas talk through all our picks and you can kind of see the thought process behind all of them. And then you get to go yell at us in the comments, which is the most fun part for everybody. We all love it. All right, while we're waiting, what team do we want to review here? Let's review the Kelsey team since I sniped your Mahomes pick. All right, so you went Kelsey, Jalen Waddle, Calvin Ridley, Travis Etn, Mike Williams, Trevor Lawrence. Nice recovery on your stacks. So you get the Ridley Etn, Trevor Lawrence. You get Isaiah Pacheco, Tua to go with Waddle. You get Tyler Boyd. Rashad Penny, Jonathan Mingo, Jarek McKinnon. McKinnon and. McKinnon and Pacheco's interesting. I don't hate it. DJ Chark, Marvin Mims, Tyler Algier, Raheem Mostert. Did you get sniped on Bryce? And Trey McBride in the 17th round. Oh, you didn't need Bryce. You just went with the game stack. I see. I forgot you had two QBs. No, that's a solid build. Add Trey McBride to the team. Not too shabby. It's my favorite, Davis. I love when people yell at me doing streams. It's It's amazing. All right. We are on the clock here. Let's see who's available for RBs. Do we want to take another high upside swing with, like, Zach Evans? That's a thought. Um, Let's just scroll, scroll. Still like Malik Davis. We'll grab Zach. We'll just grab some Zach Evans here. That's fine. And let's round it out with one more tight end. Pet says he's flying under the radar. What team are you? We'll gander. We'll take a gander. What I'll do is I'll look at anyone. Oh, there you are right there. I see you. We'll take a peek after our next pick. Uh, What do we want to do here? Kind of a pick-your-poison at tight end. We'll grab some Jake Ferguson. That's what we'll do there. And we'll take a peek at Hetz team. So we'll just look at it on the board is what we'll do. So they start double running back with Bijan and Jonathan Taylor, followed by Christian Watson, Drake, London, Justin Fields, Michael Pittman, Gabe Davis, Anthony Richardson, Brian Robinson, Pat Fryermuth, Khalil, Khalil Herbert, Cole Kmet to double up on that Justin Fields stack. Taekwon Thornton, Rashid Shahid, Isaiah Hodgin, Josh Downs to stack up with Richardson, Michael Mayer, and Richie James. So, I actually do really like this team. I think if you're going to go with four RBs, Starting Bijan, Jonathan Taylor is the way to do it. Gets some pretty decent upside wide receivers on this team. Maybe you could have found a fifth running back if you really wanted one down towards the end. I don't I think what you did is completely fine. I I don't hate this at all. What did we do with tight end? Fryermouth, Cole Komet. Yeah, fine with this team. Michael Mayer towards the end. Maybe instead of mayor, I would have gone, um, God, the name escapes me right now. I would have gone with Jelani, Wo- Jelani Woods from Indy, maybe. I mean, but like we're really splitting hairs at that point. And let's look at Star Kindler's team as well. So, Starr gets Christian McCaffrey at the five spot. Goes T. Higgins after that. Josh Jacobs. Joe Burrow for that T. Higgins stack. JSN, Tyler Lockett, Kyle Pitts, James Cook. Zach Charbonnet gets Geno Smith in the 10th to go with that full Seattle stack. So, that's pretty nice. Zay Jones, Irv Smith, Jared Goff. Why are we grabbing Jared Goff? what well, that I don't understand. MVS, Sam Laporta, Wandale Robinson, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Quez Watkins. I just, I guess maybe in my brain, I'm Joe Burrow's a 2QB build guy for me. So when you grab Joe Burrow and Geno Smith, I just don't think you need Jared Goff, personally. But other than that, really solid team. All right, let's see how hit them with the Gritty ended. They ended with only having three RBs on the team, which is Kenneth w- Kenneth Gainwell, Ronald Jones, and Tyrion Davis-Price. So that is their three RBs. So the thing with this, you know, maybe they auto-drafted. I don't want to say what they did or didn't do based on maybe not even being at the draft, but it does look like for this particular draft, we only have to be the top two of 11. Something happened there. They lost out on RB value, and uh, that team's going to be tough to get to advance with Gainwell Jones, Taryn Davis-Price taking zeros at RB quite frequently, so makes this team a little easier to advance. Anyways. That is going to do it for me. We will be back next Sunday doing another draft, right? Yeah, it's not 4th of July yet. I don't even know if I'll be off for that. 4th of July week, I'm leaving on a Tuesday to go to Vegas. So hopefully I miss that following weekend. If I miss that following weekend, it's for good things. But until next time, we will see you actually a little bit later today with that Bulldog video. Catch you later. Peace. those were some spicy takes want to stay up to date with all of the other spicy takes we're gonna have over here at spike week why don't you press that subscribe button below you turn notifications on we draft a team boom you know about it we have another spicy take boom you know about it you can be there you can draft with us you want to stay up to date that's how you do it all right we'll catch you later next time here at spike week You don't see me.